previously at the Macarius Avenue. Glory to God. We are talking about favor with God. One of God's pain is to be disbelieved. All of our Christian work is based on belief. Because nobody has seen God before. How many of you have seen God before? None of us. But he that must come to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is. So when a man doesn't believe in God, God is pained. Remember the children of Israel, the Bible said they couldn't enter the promised land because of their unbelief. Unbelief is dangerous. Can I get a very big amen? God wants to bring you healing. You don't believe. God wants to prosper you. You don't believe. God wants to bring you salvation. You don't believe. Somebody say, oh, I don't believe in heaven or hell. It doesn't matter what you believe. You can be here and say, America does not exist. I don't believe. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not, but it still exists. So somebody can say, I don't believe that God exists, but God is. And I believe in God. Oh, you got to help me this morning. Shout it, I believe in God. Like I believe my name. Can the amen be louder? He said, believe in, your, in God and you shall be established. Any man that will find favor with God in establishment must be the one who believes God. I believe in God. And not only do I just believe in God vaguely, I believe the things that God does. And I believe who he says he is. If God says he will do something, I believe it. It doesn't matter my circumstance, I believe. I am a believer. That is why you call yourself a believer. You don't believe in vague things, you believe what God can do. I believe the God that raises nobody to somebody's. I believe. So if you are nobody and you believe in God, you can become a somebody. As long as you believe. God hates us when we don't believe him. God says, I'll meet you at two and you are wondering, will he come at two? Because we think that God is like human beings. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and let God be true. Man says, you come at two, he'll be there at four, thirty-five, six. But when God gives you an appointment, he'll be there before you come. I believe God. One of the ways to get favor from God is to believe in him. Believing means that you trust him. You trust what he has said. So don't look at your present circumstance. I believe in God. Sometimes your circumstances can make you disbelieve God. Things can linger on to you wonder, will God really come through? You can get so sick and, be, and you'll be wondering, can, will God really heal me? Will God really heal me? If you have been healing people, why not me? But if you believe, that healing will come to you. Oh, do you believe? Do you believe? If you believe, yes, shout, I believe. This morning, dear, you may know Rebecca, sir. Shout it, I believe. One day I was going through so much trouble and pain and it looked like God would not come through. I just went to the beach side and I began to shout, Father, I believe. I believe. God has promised you a future, but it looks like the future is bleak. When you look at yourself now and you put a house in East Lagos for $300,000, if you don't take time, you wonder, when can I count even $20,000? To buy a house of $300,000. If you don't take time, you will never believe that you can ever live in a good house. But I believe God. I, believe. I think I want to stay here this week. Sometimes you look at certain prices of certain cars. And you wonder, God, will I ever get there? But I believe. I believe. My present circumstance does not matter. If God said it, he would do it. Amen. And I believe God because he who must come to him must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. As long as I'm seeking him diligently, he will come through for me. Amen. 
maybe you have not counted $1,000 before in your whole life and you are looking at your future and you think that when maybe you have reached 40 you're almost 50 and you are born with God when but I believe oh I believe in the God who does impossibilities believe God and you shall be established you shall be established you shall be like Mount Zion you cannot be moved show me a man who is not moving I'll show you a man who believes in God show me a man that people are mocking him and think that his life is over and he's still believing show me that man I'll show you a man that believes in God when people say that your, your life is over you keep on believing God you keep on believing God believing what he has said you keep on believing him and I'm telling you God will show up on time he's the God that is never late how can God ever be late he's the controller of time time is in his hands one of the things that you have to disbelieve as a young lady I'm telling you go to the mirror and keep telling yourself that I don't have a biological clock I'm telling you our work is a work of faith you cannot talk like the unbeliever. Okay. How can a lady say that my time is passing? Who, who created time? My time shall never pass. Because God's time is actually the real time. Why do I create my own time? A young lady must wake up in the morning and say, Father, thank you. Your time is the best time. I will not listen to the crap on TV. I'll not listen to the crap on social media. When they have put a biological clock on a woman, oh, I don't have a biological clock. Even Sarah gave birth at an old age. As long as I'm doing the right thing and I believe in God, I'm telling you, my God will come through for me. Shake somebody and say, God is going to come through for you. Ah, ah. Shake the person and say, hey. I don't know where you are in life. If the person is not talking back at you, forget about him. Look for somebody who talk back to you. This morning, there's an here. Say, I don't know where you are in life, but my God is never late. Never, 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 never. Never. What are you talking about? You can marry at 40 and enjoy marital bliss till you die. Who said that it is late? It's never late. You can build your house at 57 and it's not late. It's not late. Sometimes early success can be troublesome. But sometimes people who got get early success become pompous in life. They become proud. They don't understand because they have not gone through the process. But sometimes God is taking you through the process. Allow God. Enjoy the journey. Because he's bringing you to an expected end. Yeah. Who shall, who, whose report will you believe? Man's report? I'll believe God's report. I look, I'm looking at my life. I say, God, I've gone through a lot. But the better days are yet to come. God can turn your captivity and one day you wake up and say, Hey, intimipamini. Now why you mean say yeah? Ah, God go change your story, man. This morning I came to encourage somebody. Shouted, I believe. Sometimes God will let men ride over you. At the time that men are riding over you, it is creating a certain character. Character. So that when you get to the top, you don't forget where God took you from. But many a times, people forget. Sometimes our politicians who went to school for free, when they get there, they forget. They forget that they went to school for free. May you never forget it. Sometimes we say, let's vote for the person who has been in the grassroots. But the person who was in the grassroots have forgotten that he was ever in the grassroots. So he cannot come to the root again. Ah. How much more the grass? Ah. Ah. May you not forget where God is taking you. Shout it, I believe. believe. Give somebody.
Somebody have us say, believe in God. What? Believe in God. Yeah. I believe, oh God. I will never be late in life. Who describes lateness? Except God. Somebody will make it at 30 and maybe die at 35. Don't young people die? I don't know. As long as you have life, you are not late. Tell yourself, I'm never late. I'm never late. Do you know why I'm telling you this? Because if you don't convince yourself that way and believe in God, you will rush in this life. And anybody that rushes is in a haste in life will destroy himself. And that is a problem with this generation. Many of the young people, many of the, I'm also young, so I don't say young people, because many years are, are young. I'm just 70 years and I'm still young. <laughs> Glory to God. It's like we are in a rush. You see 25, he wants to build a house. 25. He wants to drive a luxurious car because of the pressure. When we're growing up, there was what we call peer pressure. Now it's social media pressure. Now nobody teaches on peer pressure again. Now when we're in school, if you are going to school, if you are going to SS, they'll teach you on peer pressure. Don't go and follow some people, make you smoke. Now they don't teach on peer pressure. Because all the peers are on the internet. I believe in God. I believe in God. Shout it, I believe. And if you are here and you believe that God will bring you to an expected end, and you are so convinced about it, you will get to that expected end. When I was leaving school, I, I never put in my mind that I won't get a job. I believe in God. I said, God, I will never think like that. I will get, if it's not coming, it means that I've not gotten the right one yet. Or God is not leading me there yet. The way marriages are collapsing, if you don't take that, you will never believe in good marriage. But Charlie, good marriage day. It day. Some people are living heaven on earth. Enjoyment in God. Therefore, Father, those who are not married, may you give them good marriage. Those who are not married, they are not even saying amen. Say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Believe in God and you shall be. But one of the beauty thing, beautiful things about God is that anything that God expects of you, he expects you the same way with, with human beings. I love God so much. He says, showing you, you want to see how much you love people. Uh, who, 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 who's, whose fuel is at E? It's almost empty. Oh, don't be shy now. One and a fuel empty is at E. You drove. You drove empty. You forgot to buy it. Who again? You. Okay, so it's not that you don't have the money to buy. It's not so I'll fill your tank for you. <laughs> Glory to God. So now I can continue. Then I now make come before. This is right. You got to believe in God. So anything you do for man, you believe in God, you got to believe in man. Because he says that he didn't leave it there. He said, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. You believe so much in God, but you don't believe in the man that he has sent. You don't believe in God. Because where did you see God? God will send men to you. I believe so much in God that I believe the men he sends. I may not like them, but I, all I need is to believe them. You don't have to like a man of God. All you have to do is to believe that God sent him. If God sent him, whatever he speaks, you got to believe it. That is if God sent him. If God didn't send him, fine. But if God sent him, and he said, believe in his prophet, so shall ye. Oh. 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 
Yes. Somebody said, I believe in God. But all this prophet, he doesn't believe in God. Because he doesn't know that God will send men. All these pastors, you know, you don't believe in God. If you believe in God, you believe in the institutions that he has established. I believe in God, but me, I don't go to church. All these church people, you don't believe in God. Because God works with order. He works with institutions. How many of you believe in God? You went to heaven to see God. God will express himself in men. Read through all the Bible. God raised prophets. He raised men to showcase his attributes. God wants to take his people from uh, Egypt. He sends a man. God could have commanded. And say, oh, I am El Shaddai. I am there. I am God. Pharaoh, let my people go. And they can hear his voice from heaven. And he's thundering. And Pharaoh will be quick. He sent a man called Moses. Say, Moses, be my mouthpiece. And tell Pharaoh to let my people go. If he doesn't let them go, I will show wonders with your own hands. Not from the hands of God. He gave him a rod. And out of the rod of Moses, many wonders were shown. So that the people will know that there is a God that loves the children of Israel. Can the amen be louder? Pastor Chris said one day after healing school, people were coming out of wheelchairs. And one guy came that he has this back, severe back pain, and he's going to the hospital. And Pastor Chris said, thank you. Go see the doctor. He's a good man. He doesn't believe. In a healing service, where miracles are happening, he's going home with his back pain. God cannot do beyond what you believe. If you believe that God is a healer, God will be a healer to you. If you believe that God is a holy God, God will help you to become holy. If you believe that God blesses people financially, he will bless you financially. There are people, they are so sentimental. God is holy, God is holy. And they take away prosperity. Money is evil. Money is not evil. The love of money is the root. He didn't say even is the evil. The root. Because that is the beginning of evil. evil. Hallelujah. Therefore, I believe in the God that provides. And therefore, if you also believe in the God that provides, may God provide for you. How do you say you believe in God and not believe in miracles? I believe in God. And I believe in miracles. But where will God work the miracles? He worked the miracles through men. Read through all the Bible. Many of the miracles God did. 99% he did it through men. When God sends you a man, how you treat the man will depend on how you believe God. It's a proof whether you believe God or not. I believe in his prophets. I don't like the way you're saying he that shall receive a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receives a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Do you believe? Whatever you believe will come under attack. All over the world, people are trying to prove how prophets are fake. How pastors are fake. How pastors are taking their money. How church is a scam. And the people who are saying church is a scam, they have awkward grandmasters. They are doing whatever they got to do spiritually. But I believe in God that I believe in everything that he has established, including the church of Jesus Christ, including pastors, evangelists, prophets, apostles. I believe in God's system. And anybody who puts belief in God's system, that is the man that will receive favor from God because he despises not the other systems of God. If you are like that, God bless you. As a Christian, I will never join anybody to speak against men of God. Never. Never. This, this man did, 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 did. I won't join. I will show you something as we go on. You realize that when you begin to walk with God, he will, he will, he will break your heart into tender pieces so that you can have a contrite heart. 
Because if you don't have a contrite heart, you can never experience God. Why, why should church be the place that you'll be offended? Why? Do you know what they did to me? It can be done to you anywhere. But the devil will let you be offended upon accusing fingers. Let me show you something. You see, I started on a, a nice note. Can we climb? Clap your hands for God. Keep clapping. Whew. Thank you, thank you. Fet- hey, you guys can obey chance, so God will bless you. First Timothy chapter 2. It's a very simple scripture. You believe in God, you believe in the man he has sent. You got to believe in the authority systems that God has put together. Man is stubborn and man doesn't want to be under authority. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for Somebody say, I don't have anything to pray about. Have you, have you even finished praying for all your brothers and sisters? He said, all men. There are 7 billion people in the world. So you can never say that you don't have a prayer topic to pray. So you see that you, you have things to pray about. Let's go. For kings and for that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life, in all godliness and honesty, God wants us to live a quiet and peaceable life. And until you, you put it on your mindset that all authority is established by God, and therefore you will not fight any authority no matter what, you are beginning to receive favor from God. All authority, the police is an authority, is established by God. The government is established by God. Why? Because God wants there to be order. Remember when there were no judges, the Bible said everybody did what was right in their own eyes. Check Ghana. When the traffic light goes off and there is no police, check the, the, the jam in that, state, in that uh, junction. Everybody wants to cross. You say, hey! Chaos. God doesn't like chaos. So God put in systems and governance so that there will be order everywhere. Hallelujah. God is obsessed with order. That is why anyone who fights any kind of authority begins to lose favor from God. The authority, your boss, never fight your boss. No matter how tough your boss is, never fight your boss. Don't be the one that your people will, will corner you and say, you go and speak on our behalf. And go and tell him our, your peace of mind on our behalf. Don't be that one that anybody will send. If there is dialogue, we dialogue. Because you respect authority. Can the amen be louder? Yeah. It looks like you are being quiet yeah. at this point. Lift your right and say, I, I, respect I respect authority. The saddest thing that people say in the i mean this generation so i'm addressing these generational issues you must end my respect that is a lie from the pit of hell you you jeopardize your future to say that uh, you have to end my respect who gave you the respect so that you got to end it we respect people because god has placed them in certain places we respect people because God wants us to be respectful. Period. If not, you can meet an elderly person that is a drunkard and, and say, I don't respect him because he has not earned my respect. He's a drunkard. No. I respect him because he's an elder. Period. I respect him because he has gone ahead of me. Period. Respect is your decision. Ghanaians, we feel like we are very respectful, but we are not. Ghanaians can pretend to be respectful. Most of the time, it's easier to respect somebody that uh, is, 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 which word can I use? 
that you are happy with. If you are not happy with the person, can you respect him? But respect is a command. God has set authority. He said, anyone who fights his father, his light will go off in the firmament of the world. So, whether your father took care of you, your father didn't take care of you, you must still respect him. Why? He is still your father. And you cannot change it. His DNA is still inside you. His blood is running through you. So, I would rather obey the word of God and respect him no matter what. Clap your hands for God. Ghanaians who talk to their bosses, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And go to the reception and give him a name, Konimo. One day I was praying about something. I began to cry. I said, God, forgive me. How we mock. You see, students, eh? many of them jeopardize their future. Without knowing. They mock their teachers. A teacher can come and maybe his belt is torn. It is the most dangerous thing you can ever do. Simple call their teacher one leg. Because the man said, the man that God has put to teach you so that you can become somebody, you have given him a nickname. When God showed me this truth, I began to cry in my study. This was many years ago. I said, oh God, why did I follow my friends to tease my teachers? You see, you have, you have some repenting to do. If you walk with God and there is nothing you have to repent about, believe me, you are walking with yourself. Because when you walk with God, he'll begin to show you the little things that destroy the vine. These are the little foxes. Maybe you have not taught before. So one day I took a teaching appointment and I'm teaching. And that day when I was coming, my shoe hit a stone and a white kakaba. I was in school. When I got it, all the students started laughing. They were laughing at my shoe. I felt so some way. Break the to go and look for some shoemaker to just fix my shoe for me. And then it dawned on me. How we laughed at the teacher whose singlet was torn. Oh God, forgive us. You see that you cannot say you can you, you are so hard that you can't even ask God for forgiveness. Because sometimes some of these teachers are not paid well. They have to still come to class and so that they can teach you. All the mathematics you know is because of that teacher that taught you with that taught you with a torn singlet. But you made a mockery of him. That when he's coming to teach, he has no confidence. Father, forgive us. What's the only mean can forgiveness? All authority is given by God. The people that God put to help us to become somebody in life. Sometimes they can become some way. But my disposition is that no matter what, I'll respect it. I'll respect the authority. I'll respect the authority. I'll respect the authority. Oh, shall they say I'll respect? I'll respect the authority. Whoever taught you to be hardened against authority is the one that destroys your future. Longevity is not accidental. Longevity is understanding the principles of life and living by it. I told you the story one day I sat in a trotro and this lady knocked a pregnant woman. Young girl, because the pregnant woman, when she got her, came to sit where she was sitting. She said, sorry, me sorry, sorry, me sorry. And knocked the woman. The person has turned scripture upside down. He said, rebuke not an elder. She did she didn't even just rebuke, knock. And the woman was a pregnant woman. And the pregnant woman began to cry. Ah, Jesus. I told the lady, your life is gone. Me, my life. You know who I am. The pride of this generation. This generation is the most too known generation. We have TikTok. 
We have Instagram. We have so much information, but we don't know the principles of life. That keeps a man in this life. Your pride would destroy you. Your ego would destroy you. God, if you know how God is obsessed with order and authority, you will not joke with authority. I know that lady will not live long. Why? She's not even repentant. She thinks that it is her right. You can be right spirit, uh, physically and be wrong spiritually. Yeah, she sat at my place. No, everybody must know that she sat at my place. But God said, don't knock an elder. And her heart didn't sink. This is a generation we can insult elderly people and walk across street because our friends will be telling her, tell them. Let me tell you something. Any boy, girl, young guy, insulting the elderly people, social media, whatever, mark my words. We are, we are not dying now. Watch their end. You must learn from history. Anybody that touches people of authority, they don't, they don't end well. The problem of this generation is that your friends, people want to please their friends. They want their friends to heal them. Like in school, you do something and your friends will give you fans. Oh, pana, oh, pana, and your head will tick on your own number. You, you, you are destroying your future. Some of you will be offended at me. Yes. Oh, can I tell you my story? When I became 18, I became a tough guy. I don't know where this toughness came from. I, my dad, I don't give him chance. I told my dad, I'll leave the house. I'll make it and you'll see. I don't need your money. Yeah. And I went out there. And, and, and I, I learned it the hard way. Nobody asked me to come, to come back to the house. Tell somebody, you are not that tough. No matter how tough you are, then be tough to the elderly. Don't be tough to people of authority because that's what he puts there. Let's go, let's go. He said, this will help us to live a peaceable and quiet life. The man that wants favor from God must recognize authority and that is wisdom because everybody gets a master. They have one master. There are people when you reach in their presence, your hand is behind your back. Whatever they say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, that's not the place to argue. Yes, sir. Someone you say, you went there, oh, you say, yes, sir. You were full power. You have to tell me. The guy, Satan is speaking through him. You got to discern the voice of Satan. Jesus looked at Peter and said, Satan, get thee behind me. May God help us. Shake somebody and say, God is helping you. Why? I'll read more scriptures. I read most today after you go home, there should be something you should be able to cry about. If you don't cry about it, it means that we come ahead First Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Honor all the man who knows to honor man. Is a man that will always receive favor from God. Favor is not a miracle. You follow favor. You follow certain set of rules. You realize that the favor of God will come upon you. You learn to be respectable in all things. And say, honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. The king that could stand for your boss, could stand for your pastor, could stand for your mother, could stand for who again? Your husband, and for the husband, if I talk, the woman, will stay, the woman will start fighting. Your senior brother. One of the things I like about Pastor, his senior brother, one day he's an issue, he said, Man of God, give me wisdom to know how to go and talk to my senior brother. And I look at him, I say, Isn't your brother? Go and talk to him. He said, No. I respect him so much. The thing touched my heart. And I'm like, Wow, this guy has been trained, man. His senior brother, how, how, how old is he? Like that year, three years, just three years. Okay. 
Why? His senior brother helped him when their father died to take him to school. He won't forget that. And he's asking me for wisdom on how to talk to him on a particular sensitive issue. It means that he has recognized the difference and has recognized the authority. And he wants advice to know how to go and talk so that he doesn't see anything that will sound disrespectful. There are things that are not disrespectful in itself, but they sound disrespectful. And he can lose favor from God just by doing that. That can be dangerous. Some of you say, I don't care who you are. Tell somebody, you must care. When I started, I said, believe in God, you get my amen. Clap your hands and shout glory. I see the way people talk to their senior brothers and their sisters. And I said, they don't know God. They don't respect God. They don't understand the importance. Now, the guy that is just one year ahead of you, Look at the way the guy is commanding respect. Just one year, he went to school before you. From that day, you have become someone. When we went to school, there was a senior call, all shall pass. <laughs> because the way they whip the guy when he was in form one, when they whip him, he knows what is in his mouth. When they whip him, he says, all shall pass. Then he became a senior. He became the most terrible senior ever in Foucault House. 4 a.m. All you could hear. Bell. He brought a certain leather belt to school. Now they don't whip them in the school, right? I mean, when I went to school, when I pulled in my trunk and everything, the, the senior, TikTok guy. He came in and said, what is your name? I said, my name is Daniel Doku. He said, I'm also Doku. For being Doku, take six. <laughs> and I'm standing there. I'm like, well, what do you mean by six? And the guy took his belt. And in front of my father, he gave me six. And my father said, don't worry. That's how school is. <laughs> wow. This is boys' school. If you went to middle school, you don't understand these things. This is for those who went to boys' school. Welcome, and they carried my trunk, went to lay my bed. I didn't know. When I saw my father driving away, my heart, because my father has even said that don't worry. This is what school. My bottles was hot. I woke up <laughs> that morning in my heart. I said, who asked me to come to a boys' school? But I'm there. Give somebody a half five. Say, add some respect a little to everything. It will rather give you favor in the sight of God. Clap your hands and shout glory. <laughs> the things I'm teaching you, they are practical things, so. These a practical. Let's go. Servant, be subject to your master with all fear. The fear there is reverence. It's not like when you see you are shaking. It's reverence. Not only to the good and gentle, because it's easier to submit somebody who is good and gentle, but also to the forward. Let's go. For this is thanksworthy. If a man for conscience toward God endure grief on the sake of God, you have not done anything and they are punishing you. God said, fine. Toward God endure grief, suffering wrongly. Let's go. For what glory is it if when ye be buffeted for your own fault? If you did the wrong thing, they whip you. It doesn't bring any glory. Ye shall take it patiently. Like how my father wanted me to take it patiently. But even when you do well and suffer for it, you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. And this one will give you favor. Sometimes you look like a fool, but you are not a fool. Sometimes loyal people look like they are foolish. But you can never go wrong with loyalty. Never. Because even the devil's kingdom demands loyalty. Never. Oh, they are using you. 
it means you are useful. If nobody uses you, you are useless. Oh! I'll go by scripture. Because everything you sow, God will look at it and bring you a good harvest. Can the amen be louder? Fear the woman that caught you doing something wrong and never said anything about it. It's like she has seen all that text message and it's quiet. You yourself, it's like there is coal of fire on your head. That man that has seen all the bad things you are doing, he's just quiet. You think that you are some Apache like that? Fear that man. Because it's not easy to handle such emotions. Because only those who have come to a certain realm of God can see things like that and be quiet. It is a certain level of maturity to be able to see things like that and be quiet. It's not easy to be quiet. On Friday, I told you, oh, my time is up. So. On Friday, I was telling you something very much important. If you want with God, God will show you things. So. The information you have about people of grace, of authority, that you are willing to go and leak to prove something, you are not wise. If it is not a criminal case, if it's a character flaw, you are not wise. Because all authority is given by God. Every human being has some flaw. But those who have been able to master their flaws will be the one that will fail in life. So there is something about you that nobody knows that you are the only one that knows. Fear people who always criticize people. Sometimes when I see people criticizing men of God, they are like this, even church. And I see some of the way the people are criticizing me. I say, oh God, forgive them. May they never reach this level. Because the Bible says the measure which you measure, you made no room for people's mistakes. The measure which you measure will be measured back at you. You all the politicians, when one is in politics, the power, they bash them. That is why our political parties don't do well. Because instead of bringing critical solutions, they will rather wait for you to have problem. So your trouble will become their campaign message. Then they win. Another one is also waiting for you to fall. Then your fall will become their campaign message. Tell somebody, let my fall not be your campaign message. Because you don't know the future for yourself. I don't like the way you are saying this thing. Tell the person, do you know the future? Because sometimes... We are, we are too quick to jump on people. On authority. Anytime you become, you become a leader, you become the spectacle. Everything about you just goes out. So it's very easy for your flaws to be just out there. But if you are doing nothing, nobody sees anything. But when God puts you in leadership position, it's like your flaws are out there. So when you see somebody going high and making a mistake... Learn. Wisdom will tell you to learn. The height you have not reached. Because you would think that when you reach there, you will do better. You might do worse. Because the higher you go, the more temptations you face. Some of you are here. You say, me, I've dealt with the problem of women. No problem. How much money is in your bank account? Uh. How handsome are you? Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, fine boy. By the time you climb to a certain level, you are not the one looking. They are the one looking for you. Uh-huh. That is what we call temptation. If you are able to stand, then we know that you are really a strong man. Okay. Don't be down there and think that you have arrived. Me, I'll never take bribe. Because the envelope is thousand. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Wait till somebody put $100,000. That's the moment you say, get out from my office. And you start speaking in tongues. Father, you know the church needs a land. These unbelievers. Lakatalaba. I sanctify this money for the use of God. Prophet, man of God, there is some hundred thousand dollars. I want to sow a seed now. Whether you have capacity over mama, lift up your right hand and say, God help me. I didn't hear you. Tell somebody, God, help me, help me. I think the guy by you has no problem. Tell him, hey, may God help you. You have seen that man of God's floor. You too have your own floor. I have met people that will sing, and it's not the anointing. The guy is struggling. He thought he stopped. But now that he got born again, the thing has come back. Demons will never leave you. Demons are the most patient people I ever know. They have been here billions of years. You just came. How old are you? If you are 70 years, demons have lived more than you. So demons can wait 50 years and come back. That weakness you thought you have dealt with, the demon is waiting. 15 years. Now the guy will come. Oh, sicko, sicko. He said, man of God, help me. Help me. Can a couple of say one day he was he was going to California and God said, enter this club. He saw a man of God in the club. God said, enter them, preach to him. The man of God was tired of ministry. He's tired. They both have tormented him and he's tired. He said, now I'll club. If I die, I die. And can a couple of went and had him and said, You don't need to be here. Jesus sent me here. He said, Jesus still loves me. He said, Yes. He anointed him. He fell under the power in the nightclub. And everything left him. He's still a preacher up to today. I don't know that weakness that the enemy wants to use to buffet you. I declare, let it die. Oh, let it die. 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 die. You shall rise again. You shall stand strong again. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Say, I shall stand strong. I will not allow the enemy to destroy me. Say, say, I will not allow the enemy to destroy me. I shall stand strong. 20 years to come. I will not leave church. I will still be in the body of Christ. Praying and serving God. In the name of Jesus. And shall so help me God. Shout it, so help me God. Shake somebody and say, hey. Some of you have just listened to me one hour. What bread? No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not finishing now. I said, today to be like Paul and Eutychus. Let me finish. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy bands be filled with. And thy presses shall burst out of thine wine. Your financial prosperity is in your own hands. It's not dependent on your uncle. If you can honor God with the first fruits of the increase and honor God with your substance, you will see how God will come through for you in your finances. We started by saying we believe in God. If we believe in God, then we believe what his word says. And I can only honor God by doing what his word has told me to do. Can the amen be louder? The one that is talking to you not to give to the work of the ministry is the one that wants to siphon your harvest. When I was a student, I gave. I gave as a student. I sow seeds as a student. I'm still sowing. Because my financial prosperity, it doesn't determine. It's not determined by you. It's determined by me. The more I give, God will press it down, shake it together. He will cause men to give back to me. And the more you do it, God will cause harvest to come to you. Your harvest will not elude you. 
I declare stinginess will be far away from you. He said, the liberal soul shall be made fat. May God make you fat. Ah, may God make you fat. As you sow into the work of his ministry. Some of the most, uh, which word can I use? People that go through a lot as single mothers. Oh, God never designed any mother to be a single mother. That's why when, when your husband dies, God has a system of pushing you into stuff. Because women are not made to raise children. They are made to nurture children. Raising of children is done by men. Because we push them into the tough situations. Mothers will not push children into tough situations. If you leave children with mothers, if they don't take time, they will grow with soft-headedness. That's somebody, if a male stayed with all his mother, once I say I'm male, and he tell me any dead or door. I thank God for the way my dad pushed me into things. When I was going to school, my dad would give me an envelope for the week and say, This is your uh, uh, weekly money. And my, my mom would say, No, don't give the guy weekly money. Give him everyday money. He's too young. My dad said, No, I'm teaching him how to spend money. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the money is finished. And I go to school and I'm hungry. And my mom will say, Peter, don't give him money like that. My mom will have to pass back door. Mothers always like back door to give you some money. When I was 15, my dad would say, go to Kumasi and go and take check for me. My mother will, will never let you go to Kumasi all by yourself. 15 years. He will tell that you're going to get an accident. Mothers will not... <laughs> Mothers will tell you they'll kidnap you. And when we were young, me and Alice, no, my dad would pick up from school and call a taxi and put us into the taxi. And you go to work. And his heart is okay. Because he knew that we'll reach home. Mothers can never do that. A mother will leave you with a, a string. <laughs> because mothers are made to nurture. But men are made to raise. That is why if... Uh, somebody say mother and father at the same time is tough. But if you are a single mother, if you can honor God, believe in God, you can see how God will come through for you and your family. Oh, the amen is. Go to God and say, God, I cannot raise all these, these children by myself. Their father is not around. Give me grace. Let these children grow balanced. Let them grow healthy. Let them grow. Supply all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Let the amen be louder. If you are students, I pray for you. God will supply your needs. Whoever you are, if you can honor God, I see God honor you. Clap your hands and thank the Lord.